The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. The Biden White House has been caught once again spying on U.S. citizens. An investigation carried out by leading technology publication Wired, their investigation uncovered a secret, massive surveillance initiative managed by the White House that grants law enforcement agencies unprecedented access to billions of Americans' phone records. The program reportedly permits federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies to access an extensive array of U.S. phone records. The program is titled Data Analytical Services. The program is a partnership with telecom giant AT&T. This deal doesn't involve just direct phone contacts of criminal suspects, but extends to their social networks as well, snooping on individuals who aren't suspected or accused of any criminal activity at all and their entire social networks. Congress has the chance to roll back the FBI's unconstitutional spying on Americans when the Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act expires in just over a month on December 31st, originally created to allow the U.S. government to conduct surveillance on foreign persons located outside the United States, with the compelled assistance, as they put it, of electronic communications service providers to acquire foreign intelligence information. Then, we discovered, the program wasn't just being used to surveil foreigners, but also to spy on Americans as well. The FBI says it's all just a big misunderstanding, people's names being put into searches by accident. But then we learned in 2021, the FBI carried out an incredible 3.4 million searches of 702 data. That number fell to just over 200,000 in 2022, 
if you can believe anything that the FBI says, and the likely reason that number fell dramatically is the American people found out just how many searches the FBI was doing. Well, please let your congressman know how you feel about being spied upon, about reauthorizing the Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Call the Capitol switchboard. You might want to write down this number. We also have it on the lodobs.com website. Here is the number now. 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. And call your representative, any member of Congress who votes to reauthorize the Section 702 is voting to crush our constitutional rights. Over the holiday weekend, Israel and Hamas continued their ceasefire, allowing hostage swaps. So far, for a four-day ceasefire, Hamas has released fewer than 60 hostages, including the release of a four-year-old American girl. There are reportedly nine Americans who were taken hostage by Hamas terrorists, and the Biden administration doesn't seem in a hurry to get them released. Here is Biden Department of Defense spokesman, John Kirby this week on getting those Americans out. As for the other Americans that we believe are in uh, captivity, being held hostage, uh, we don't have a whole lot of information uh, about them, where they are, what condition they might be in, or what exactly the schedule would be for their release. That said, as you heard the president say over the weekend, we're going to keep working at this hour by hour. And we certainly have every hope uh, that when these four days are over with and the, and the original agreement is done, uh, that Hamas will be able to come up with more hostages in coming days to allow that pause to continue and allow more people to get out. Biden himself held a press conference over the weekend, and when asked about the release of Americans, he didn't seem to know that there were American hostages still in Gaza. But the puppet president did offer his insights on why this war started. Biden says the reason Hamas struck when they did on October 7th, because he wanted to build a railroad through the Middle East. Yes, you heard me right. He says it was because he wanted to build a railroad through the Middle East. Now, don't worry. The president is in good hands, we're told, and I'm sure getting the best of care. Here he is. But I believe one of the reasons why Hamas struck when they did was they knew that I was working very closely with the Saudis and others in the region to bring peace to the region by having recognition of Israel and Israel's right to exist. You may recall when we did the G20 about a little while ago, I was able to get a resolution, a a statement passed through there saying we're going to build a railroad from Riyadh all the way through the Middle East into into Saudi Arabia, Israel, etc., and all the way up to Europe. Not the the railroad, but it would be an underground pipeline and then railroad. The whole idea is there's overwhelming interest, and I think most Arab nations know it, in coordinating with one another to change the dynamic in their region for longer-term peace. And uh, that is uh, what I'm going to continue to work on. Thank you all very, very much. I appreciate it. Yes, that is our president. And yes, that is what he did say. Voters in one Pennsylvania county are a little skeptical about electronic voting still. After machines again glitched, glitched for a second time, voters in Northampton County faced issues on Election Day this month similar to the ones they faced a couple of years ago in the same county. Northampton used ES&S voting machines for the first time in 2019 and saw what they called a programming glitch, end quote. 
that caused a significant undercount of votes in the local judges race. And on November 7th of this year, voters discovered that their printouts meant to confirm their votes on the devices didn't match their choices for two down-ballot judges races. And so it goes. The GOP county chairman, Glenn Geisinger, said in 2019 when these issues came up with the glitching voting machines, they were told, don't worry about it. The cards are recording the real votes. Don't worry about what's just printed on the card. And now, four years later, and another stolen presidential election later, they still haven't appeared to fix the problem. But as you know, folks, if you challenge the status quo, uh, the Marxist Dems and the electronic voting companies or anybody else in the Marxist Dem biosphere, corrupt or not, you are the conspiracy theorists and you are the worst thing of all, an election denier, just because the elections are crooked. Imagine that. Our guest today knows elections and politics through and through. He's Republican strategist and pollster John McLaughlin. John is also an advisor to President Trump, does his polling as well. John, great to have you back with us. We're delighted to see you. Let's talk about your latest monthly poll and give us thoughts on what's going on in our body politic. Well, oh, thanks, Lou. This poll's just out of the field. We completed it the 16th through the 20th, and it's and it's a uh, 1,000 likely voters across the country ran the data yesterday, and you're the first program we put it out. We put it up on our website on mclaughlinonline.com. But 68% of all Americans say the country's on the wrong track. The, uh, uh, the number of people that say we're in recession is at 51%. Uh, 65% say that the economy is getting better. I mean, worse, worse. The better is only 31%. And 84% have been negatively impacted by inflation. You've got 46% saying to the point where they're having trouble affording basic necessities. And Bidenomics, which uh, the incumbent president is running on, is 26 favorable, 46 unfavorable. And more, more voters think he, you know, Bidenomics is socialism. So, uh, uh, so it makes a lot of sense that they think we're on the wrong track. It's interesting because right now, for the first time in, uh, well, we, I've been talking about Marxist, uh, Democrat Marxist in this country for years. Uh, but we're starting to see the term Marxist show up in the uh, in the lexicon of uh, even the national corporate media. We're seeing it uh, on the conservative side. Republicans are even using the expression office holders who wanted to always sort of dance around it. They'd talk softly about socialism, but never Marxism and how uh, what an imperative this is for the Biden regime. The Marxist Dems are now in charge of the Democrat Party. It's clear to see. Um, I mean, we're looking at a Marxist uh, takeover of this country uh, without any question. Right. And you're seeing it, by the way, like in this poll, when we asked them, we have been asking Americans, do you prefer big government socialism or free market capitalism? And overwhelmingly, every month, it was they, they preferred free market capitalism four to one over over big government socialism. And the big government actually puts it in context for Americans. And we've done some research with, with Newt Gingrich, and we kind of stole the free market capitalism for our, from our friend Larry Kudlow, et cetera. But the pairing, it was overwhelmingly four to one. Americans still prefer free market capitalism. However, the Biden people, when we asked them, we changed it a couple of months ago, where we started asking, is, is Bidenomics and his policies, 
is it uh, free market capitalism? And 31% said it is. But 44% said it's big government socialism. And the idea of socialism now has context, which is negative among Americans. And what's ironic is President Trump recently said that, you know, the Marxists, the communists, the fascists, the radical left, they're the vermin. And they use and he used the word vermin to describe these political yeah. opponents who are trying to put him in jail. And the media automatically attacks him back. Oh, it's the same old Trump. He's a, he's calling uh, he's calling his opponents vermin. And they drop out Marxist, communist, fascist, radical left to describe vermin. They drop that part of the quote right out. And they just right. say he's calling his opponents vermin. Well, you know, Marxist, communist, fascist, radical left, they are vermin. They're undermining yeah. the country. And what would you, yeah, what would you call this regime, these Marxist Dems, who are undercutting every aspect of our society, uh, attacking our economic system, attacking our system of government, trying to destroy the government? Mm -hmm. uh, they have, uh, frankly, they've infiltrated every not only infiltrated every agency and every department of the federal government, they are running those agencies and uh, departments. Right. And, and you know, the, there is no better description, but they're, still, they're, they're not backing down. They're doubling down. And instead of, instead of, you know, doing what Obama did, where he tried to moderate his image, that he wasn't going to be that radical, he would moderate during the elections. Biden's like doubling down on Bidenomics. He's doubling down on government control. He's doubling down on the deep state, uh, you know, in effect, spying on our lives, controlling our lives, and it's backfiring on them. And in this poll, which you have, you're like the first person to get the numbers, the President Trump has his best numbers that he's had all year, where in the Republican primary, he's got 58% of the vote and the national Republican primary, DeSantis only has 11%. DeSantis and Trump in January in the multi-candidate field was 42% for, uh, pardon me, 50, uh, yeah, 42% for, for Trump, 31% DeSantis. It was only 11 point lead for Trump. Now it's 58 to 11, 47 right. points. And by the way, Vivek Ramaswamy's in third by a hair at 8%. Right behind him is Nikki Haley at 8%. And one-on-one -on -one in a primary, Trump beats DeSantis among all national Republican primary voters, 75-25. He beats Nikki Haley, 78-22. And the most distressing thing for the Biden Democrats is Donald Trump is beating Biden 49-43. That's in a sample that's modeled after the 2020 turnout that there's 4% more Biden 2020 voters than there are Trump 2020 voters, meaning that in this poll, there's a sizable segment of voters who voted for Biden in 2020 now regret that vote and are voting for Trump in 2024. And it's significant. And we also have, if there's a multi-candidate field, because now you get all these Bidens disintegrating and you know, what happens if uh, these other candidates get in? Trump, he still leads 36% in a large field. Biden's only at 32. Robert Kennedy's at 12, and he'll go down farther. But you've got uh, you've got Cornell West at four, Joe Manchin at three, and Jill Stein at two. And 
I say the more the merrier because Trump's base is the most solid and all these other candidates are their their cumulative effect is they're pulling votes from Joe Biden. So it's going to drive the Democrats crazy. And the other part is Kamala Harris is no better. Trump beats Kamala Harris 51 to 40. So, huh. right. So she's not going anywhere. She's playing the actuarial tables right now. So well, she's it's good because uh, she hasn't got anything else. Best, best I can tell. The woman is incoherent. She's incomprehensible. Uh, she seems to not be entirely uh, without her own impairment issues. This is uh, this is uh, if I've ever seen an empty vessel, this would be her. Uh, this is astonishing how nicely everyone's talking. You know, they they talk about the impairment, uh, the compromised uh, puppet president. But what is how would you characterize the vice president of the United States? She's every bit as inept. Well, she's incompetent, but she's 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 corrupt and he's corrupt. And, and the classic thing is all these all these indictments against Trump have backfired, where when we ask the voters, do you think that these are political indictments meant, you know, the politics play a role in these indictments? Sixty seven percent of all voters say they did. And as Republicans, it's 83 percent. Do you think Joe Biden played a role in these indictments among all voters? Sixty one percent. That's the highest ever. As the cases come online and people see what the facts are, whether it's uh, Letitia James in New York trying to confiscate the Trump wealth whether it's uh, this guy Smith, who's the uh, Justice Department prosecutor, or Fannie Willis, as this comes out, it looks like Joe Biden's behind it because these are all political trumped-up charges. And with Republican primary voters, it's 82%. And when we ask all voters, are these meant to stop Trump from running for office, 52 to 35, they say yes. The primary voters, 77 to 15. Is there a double standard of justice they say yes, 57 to 29 among all voters. Primary voters, 82 to 9. And, you know, is should they... 82 to 9? 82 to 9 among the primary voters. That, Whoa. It, it's total backfire. The Republicans see through this because President Trump is leading Joe Biden in all the national polls right now. I mean, eight in the last week that are published on the Real Clarity Politics website, Trump is beating Joe Biden in the popular vote. We never saw that in 2016. Never saw it in 2020. It was always an electrical, electrical, electoral battleground state po- play that we were going to win enough electoral votes. We'd lose the national popular vote, but we would win in the battleground states with electoral votes. Well, right now we're winning all the polls popular vote. It would be an electoral landslide for Trump. And, you know, it's 11 months to go, but we still got to go. And the voters, as it gets closer, they don't want these court cases online. They want to decide the election themselves. They say 60 to 31. Let the elect, let the voters decide. That's among all voters. And the primary voters say 85 to 12. Let the voters decide. So they don't want to have trials. They want an election. They want to decide this for themselves. And guess what? It's because they want Donald Trump to beat Joe Biden. So it's, it really is amazing to see. Uh, these numbers, uh, these are huge numbers. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but these are some of the best numbers we've ever seen at this point for a Republican candidate against a Democrat uh, in this uh, in this particular century. Uh, is that not true? That's true. I'd say the last time you saw numbers like this for a Republican candidate for president, 
it was probably Reagan or or George H W Bush in the eighties. So yeah. right, it, this is better than remember all the polls in two thousand four. The media was stunned when George W Bush got reelected because their polls said it was going to be John Kerry, and they thought you know I was working doing election desk stuff for uh, CBS that day as a balance to the Democrat pollster, and. Uh, they wouldn't call Ohio for Bush. And I'm like, you got to call it. And they're like, why? It's like, you know, I said, the votes are coming and we're winning. And they're like, the exit polls. I said, your exit polls are wrong. <laughs> it's like Bush was going to win. So now what you've got is, you, and you could look at statistically if you went through it, they were wrong. I mean, they they they, they just had bad demographics. They didn't have the urban ex-urban vote right. But here now you're looking at these numbers, and I think the media has been embarrassed so many times by Trump where – it was going to be the the Hillary lock. It was definitely going to be a lock for Hillary. And then in 2020, it was a Biden blue wave. Both elections were extremely close where you, you know, when we won in 2016. I can remember I, w- I was covering those elections, and I have to tell you yeah. what great fun I was having because I was working at that time for a, a left-wing crazed network, <laughs> CNN, uh, and I uh, – I, I was just joyous, and, and around me, uh, all of my colleagues looked like they were going to uh, fold up and uh, uh, with their cheap lawn chairs. Uh, we're we're talking with John McLaughlin. We're talking about uh, how good President Trump's numbers are looking, and let's see what it, about uh, what about the country. We're going to take that up with John McLaughlin and see what uh, the polls are are saying about that very important year, 2024. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We're back. We're talking with John McLaughlin, and uh, whose polls uh, this month uh, just come out. Uh, great numbers for the president. Great numbers. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Great numbers, but they're terrible numbers uh, for Joe Biden and the Marxist Dems. I have to ask you as a strategist, as a pollster, all that you have seen in an election. I can't recall a time when the the incumbent president was this uh, reviled, uh, in this much trouble with the polls, irrespective of uh, whatever the reason, whether it was the economy or the judgments by the poll, uh, the, uh, the 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 polls, uh, the polled citizens uh, of his abilities, this president and Kamala Harris together are a drag on the ticket. 
uh, together. It's there are two anchors that are sinking uh, the prospects for the Democrats. How much time do the Democrats really have to decide what to do? Uh, and I'm talking for uh, trying to help Barack Obama here come out from behind the curtain and hear you and think about what to do, because his his folks are in real trouble here, aren't they? Yes. But I wouldn't I wouldn't underestimate them, because when you think of the kind of levers that the Democrat Party has, I mean, Joe Biden's not going anywhere because of his family corruption. And in fact, an untold story in the media is right now the filing dates are passing. So if you want to collect delegates, the the filing dates for primary candidates to get in, um, you know, they're going by. South Carolina's passed. So that's really their first because Joe Biden changed the rules that South Carolina is really their first state that awards right. delegates. He he's he definitely he he insulted the, the Democratic voters in Iowa and New Hampshire by taking away their delegates until after South Carolina. And that was to protect his nomination. And then quickly after that comes, you know, after you have South Carolina on February 24th, you then have uh, the Super Tuesday states on March 5th. And then a week later, on March 12th, you have like another round of states, including Florida, et cetera, that are big delegate states. So Joe Biden, by making the filing dates with nobody else in against him except Marianne Williamson and maybe Dean Williams, by the way, you know, in this in this poll, Joe Biden's getting uh, uh, he's, he's literally getting eight percent, 66 percent of the vote. Williamson eight and three percent go to Dean Phillips. He's not getting anything. So Biden's going to lock up the primary. They're going to be stuck with him. And understanding that, he's a wounded Joe Biden. He's not beaten yet. And and for the Trump people, we've had a very good year fighting off the indictments, fighting off Joe Biden on a lot of issues. But it's going to get more intense, and we're going to have to step it up to a better game to make sure Donald Trump wins. We First of all, we've got to win our own nomination, where you've got 54 days from today We've got to win the Iowa caucuses and we've got good leads in Iowa. We've got good leads in New Hampshire. And then we've got to win in, in Nevada and South Carolina. So we have to worry about first locking up our, our nomination and not letting the Democrats interfere. They could interfere in our primaries. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, they're going to because and that brings up the question. And I know that this is a difficult Thing to ask any Republican strategist, but we're talking about the Republican National Committee. We're talking about uh, Ronna Romney, uh, who's still there, still crushing the uh, uh, you know the uh, the leadership of the RNC, uh, and by crushing, I mean weighing it down to the point that it's uh, ineffably broken and inert. Uh, how long do the Republicans have to replace her? with a dynamo, with real energy, and to shake up the national Republican structure that is all of the committee men and women across the country, all 168, and get them moving instead of watching? Well, first of all, we've got to do is, that's why Trump needs to win Iowa big, he needs to win New Hampshire big, and we need to close it out uh, soon thereafter. And the reason we have to do that is precisely so we have the, the moral authority from the voters to make changes, because the Republicans are not going to win if they do what they did in 2020. I mean, I learned a hard lesson years ago when I worked for Eric Cantor that the Democrats and Obama people came in and they in an open primary in Virginia, 
you had three out of 10 voters were Democrats crossing over to beat Eric Cantor in the primary. And because of that. Could I interrupt for just one second? Why are the Republicans so insistent on an open primary? It is mindless to do it. Uh, And it's one of the reasons that you see a a party ribbon with rhinos, uh, left wing rhinos, no right wing rhinos, and even more ridiculous uh, factions within the Republican Party to the point it's very difficult for them to govern, even when they have a majority in their conference in the Congress. Well, most Republicans I know want to close primary. However, it's a state law. State by state, it's governed by the state law. So where Republicans control it, most often it's closed. Like, and and still in New York State, it's that way. Right. New Hampshire, it's it's you got to be a registered Republican. The Iowa caucus is registered Republican, <clears throat> but you could you can still switch. But the caucus is controlled by the party, so it's not a state law. Uh, there, there are some state laws that govern it. But in Iowa, if you show up on January fifteenth at night to attend a caucus, you better be a registered Republican, otherwise your vote doesn't count. In New Hampshire, registered Republicans vote, but independents can also pick one of the two primaries to come into. So it's only when you get to South Carolina that it's open, but it usually doesn't happen. So going back to the the point of this is they can meddle. Like I learned a bitter lesson with Eric Cantor that it helped me the following year in 2015 when I had to help Bibi Netanyahu in Israel, Obama had sent people over to run a super PAC, anybody but Bibi. We knew their tactics. And we basically were like, Bibi's line to me was, they have an army over here trying to beat me. And I said, yeah, but you have a mob. We have to tell the mob what's going on. And then what happened with 2016 with Trump the following year, the reason Trump was out there on Facebook and was doing so many things was because we were battling the Obama people who were trying to help Hillary. And we ended up beating them and eking it out by 78,000 votes in a historic election where an outsider won. 2020, the RNC took over and they were telling us things that, you know, there's no evidence of a Biden ground game. There's no Biden tactics. Biden had put all his money into TV. Well, sure, they had all these Zuckerberg nonprofits, you know, doing Dropbox and Google and doing ballot harvesting. They got snookered and and we all got beat because it's like certain states like North Carolina, Florida, Florida has an exceptional rule where they track every vote and there's got to be ballot security. Uh, same thing in, in Ken Paxton in Texas fought the changes. North Carolina, they fought it. It's places like Georgia where the Republicans were asleep at the switch with the consent order that they allowed the drop boxes and, you know, a guy who doesn't get credit who fixed those laws, but for whatever reason, Governor Kemp didn't let him fix it, you know, before or after, because Governor Deal, we never allowed drop boxes. Right now, there is a federal uh, court decision coming in January uh, in which we're going to find out whether a federal judge decides if those electronic voting machines actually should be permitted uh, in the election of 2024 because they have been shown to be vulnerable to hacking uh, and to uh, anomalies, I'll put it that way kindly, uh, if as a result of recent elections. That is a big case, Judge Amy Totenberg uh, in uh, federal court in Atlanta. Yes. Uh, and that could, uh, that could uh, cause some considerable reform in the state of Georgia, don't yeah. you think? Yes, and we're watching that, and my former client, 
uh, the late speaker uh, Ralston from from Georgia. He passed away right after the election in 22. But before he did that in 21, they changed the Georgia election law to require voter ID, whether you're voting in person or absentee. And you also the drop boxes had to be secured in a in a government building so that only one person could put in one ballot. You couldn't have ballot harvesting like they had. And this guy, Mark Elias, was fighting it. And and and, <laughs> and, and, and right. And but because they, they don't want voter ID. The Democrats are the threat to democracy, not Donald Trump. They Democrats, Joe Biden, they don't want voter ID. They don't want ballot security. They don't want voter integrity. And instead, they penalized Major League Baseball. They penalized. They were calling them racist, et cetera. Oh, yeah. And guess what? Major League Baseball, they took away the All-Star game or whatever. And Georgia, you had an honest election last time. And the, the in in 2020, there was a million absentee write-in votes. And they couldn't tell you how many came in drop boxes, how many came, at, at you know, in the mail. But we but we were able to track it in post-election polls. The drop boxes voted 73 to 20 against Donald Trump, 73 to 27 against Donald Trump. And once we got rid of those last year in the statewide elections where Kemp got reelected, where all the statewide officers got reelected, granted Herschel lost, but where all the other Republicans won, there was only 250,000 write-in or absentee ballots. You, If you voted early, you pretty much showed up early in person or you voted on election day and both needed voter ID. If we so, when are the, so when are the Republicans going to wise up and decide, and I'm and we'll take this up on the other side of this commercial, but and decide they're not going to be patsies for the Dems in any states, even states where the Democrats have overwhelming uh, numerical uh, advantages. Uh, we're going to take that up with John McLaughlin here next. Stay with us on the Great America Show. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with John McLaughlin. John, the Republicans in so many states, I don't know if I can say most, but many states are just utter patsies for the Marxist Dems. Uh, you mentioned New York earlier. I mean, what happens in, in New York is uh, outrageous every every election. And yet there's never a change. There's never a, a, a cadre, uh, a phalanx of attorneys for the Republicans coming in to, to attack and to make sure that the, things are at least uh, on the up and up, uh, if not indeed uh, absolutely secure. I, why 
Do you think changing the head of the RNC is a good first start toward getting there? Well, I think, again, first of all, I work for Donald Trump. So our first mission is making Trump secures the nomination. And when he secures the nomination, we then have to make sure that the RNC works for him. And Ronna may be there, but she's a figurehead. The place is full of never Trumpers. And and the RGA, these other, there's- So get rid of them. So get rid of them. Right, we have fit, but there's 54 days till Iowa. Then there's eight more days to New Hampshire. We have to win the nomination because we we can't get rid of them until we win the nomination. Either they either they fall in line by then, or else we have to get rid of them. Because you're right, they're patsies. They don't they don't defend the election integrity like they should. Like you mentioned, New York. New York has a green light law on the ballot, not on the ballot in the law. Any any contact with the state government, and you're automatically registered to vote. And they give the green light law gives driver's license to illegal immigrants. That's you right. Bring all these illegal immigrants and Speaker Mike Johnson, when he before he was speaker, he was on to this. He's like, they want the illegal immigrants in because somehow if you get rid of voter ID, they can vote. And the Republican National Committee needs to make it their mission that the ballot is sacred and the Democrats are not going to undermine American democracy by bringing people in from around the world illegally to then be allowed to vote in our elections. And non-citizens are allowed to vote in Maryland. They're allowed to vote in Vermont. They're allowed to vote in municipal elections, different places. The New York City Council voted to allow them to vote. It was held up by by a judge that they can't do that. But they can't do it. Will they do it? And the, and the answer is probably they're going to do it uh, one way or the other, by hook or by crook. And they are crooked and they do use hooks. They're going to do it. Uh, and until the Republicans move in and clean up the place. Uh, and, and by the way, they're not going to be invited in. No. Uh, they're not going to have a little comfy couch where the people uh, bring them in and set them down. Uh, so why? I, I don't understand we're now uh, at the end of 2023. We've known what the situation was for the past uh, two years. Uh, we also know what has to be done. How in the world does the Republican Party, irrespective of the RNC, tolerate the idiots who run it? Uh, you're talking about them being inculcated. Everybody wants to whisper about uh, Ronna McDaniel. Uh, Ronna, she's a Romney to through and through. Uh, and by the way, she is absolutely a disaster. Everybody knew she was a disaster, by the way, including Donald Trump. Uh, and there she was, uh, ensconced as the head of the RNC. What in the world is going on with a party that is this frightened of itself? that it can't do the right thing. The key thing here is we got to make sure that Donald Trump wins the nomination again. And when that happens, I assure you, the one thing about Donald Trump, this campaign, he's listening, he's more determined, he's focused. When you think of everything they've thrown at President Trump, they've tried to, they've tried, they're, they're intent, Biden's intent on trying to put him in jail. But John, for, and, forgive me, I, I you know something, I'm the last person you'll have to persuade that Donald Trump is a warrior, that he has absolutely extraordinary, ultra-human capacity and strength and uh, and ability. Uh, he's demonstrated it over and over. The question isn't Donald Trump. He's answered all the questions in his first term in office. He did everything, 
and more than anyone could have possibly expected. But what I'm asking is, where in the world are the leaders in the Republican Party that don't have to be uh, brought by the nape of the necks, uh, you know, retching and screaming to do the right thing? Uh, they are sitting there watching Ronna McDaniel screw this up royally. And you and I both know it. And they know it. And yet here we are talking about Donald Trump. He's not the problem. He's the solution. Right. By the way, what do we those do? Of us who, those of us who are old enough to remember Ronald Reagan, we went through this in the 70s. You went through this where in 76, Reagan came close, and then there was buyer's remorse, and all of a sudden he won the nomination. But he had to win the nomination in 80. He had to tell them in New Hampshire, I paid for this, Mike. Mm-hmm. And then he had to then he had to go into the Republican National Committee and clean it out and make sure that everybody was a Reaganite was going to make sure that he could beat Jimmy Carter. And when they realized he was going to beat Jimmy Carter, remember, the third party candidate back then was John Anderson. A Republican. Yeah, I do. There By was, the way, I, I, I covered Ronald Reagan in the 76 campaign. Yeah. Yes. That, that tells you a little bit how young I am. Yeah. And, and I volunteered for Reagan. So it's like but in 80. You know, all of a sudden we had to we had to win control of the party so we could do what we could do to beat Jimmy Carter. And I feel sorry for him, his wife's passing, et cetera. But we had to do that for the good of America, that we had to win that election. So right now you have a similar situation for the good of America. We have to fight the D.C. establishment again. And it's not because of incompetence. It's corruption. There is corruption in the Republican Party. There is corruption, certainly in the White House, with what's going on with Joe Biden. And he's going to fight us tooth and nail. And he's going to have big media and he's got to have big tech. We're going to have enormous forces against us that we we won't have time to to make deals or to tolerate anybody who could, you know, part of the, the D.C. establishment, whether they're Republican or Democrat, because their corruption wants to see us beat. They don't want the guy this blue collar billionaire who represents the average working people of America, they don't want him in power again because then they won't be able to exploit us anymore. So it's, it's, it's going to be a, it's, it's a colossal fight. We have ahead. The polls look good right now, but let me tell you, they are going to throw everything they can at Donald Trump to stop us from winning. And we've been through this before Ronald Reagan. No surprise in that they're because I know what they're going to do. And I think most Americans know what they're going to do. Uh, they've shown us in 2020, in 2022. And we've got our tails kicked with a slime, slim, slight edge uh, for the House of Representatives. Uh, but do we have three names? Do you have three names that are ready to step in? when Ronna Ronna Romney McDaniel is replaced. We have an organization built around Donald Trump that when he says jump, people will leap. Yes. I would think this campaign, I've been involved in all three campaigns with him. And what I'm saying is this campaign team that Susie Wiles and Chris LaCivita and Jason Miller that they put together with Brian Jack, et cetera, Mm -hmm. for the the Trump campaign is the most effective campaign he's had. He's leading them. They're listening. He's also listening to them, letting them do what they've got to do. And I'm sure that once we we have to, we're just focused on winning the nomination right now. We have to win Iowa. We have to win New Hampshire. We have to win South Carolina. We got to win Super Tuesday. That's our focus right now. When we do that, 
then we could then we'll do what needs to be done to win the general election so uh so you know right now i mean i don't want to i'm not there's a lot of people who are cutting the pie before it's cooked there's a lot of people putting you know the, all the metaphors about the cart before the horse mm -hmm. we we have one goal right now where it's we have to win january 15th in iowa then we've got a goal eight days later to win new hampshire and then we've got a goal after that to go win nevada and then win uh south carolina and super tuesday following once we've done that we're ready to go face off against joe biden so uh so that's where we are right now and and when that happens then we turn the guns on joe. we we've been by the way part of the reason donald trump is ahead a year ago i had to go meet with him and in Mar-a-Lago, and you know the polls were not great. I mean, right one on one against DeSantis, who is only 50, fifty-two to forty-one today. It's in the primary seventy-five twenty-five one on one against DeSantis. But back then, I had to say to President Trump, if you want to win, you have to beat Joe Biden. The reason Republicans wanted you to run again is to beat Joe Biden. And you know, I said, I said, you need to prove every day that you can beat him. That you're better on the border, the economy. You're better on national security. You're better on a whole host of issues, crime, et cetera. And you know what? President Trump listened and he executed that over the past year. He's executed that to the point of where in, in a span of four months uh, or, or pardon me, uh, he got in five months, he got indicted four times by Joe Biden. He was so good at it uh, that Joe Biden is such a ruthless, corrupt politician that he wants to make Donald Trump the Nelson Mandela of America and put him in jail. But Americans are seeing through that. So, so Don, give Donald Trump credit. We've had a good year, but it's been a very tough year where they're throwing everything at him. We've never seen, we've never seen the kind of corruption before in America by a president where he's willing to indict his leading political opponent. And by the way, if Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or any of them were ahead, they'd probably get indicted. <laughs> but this, they're not. Yeah, they don't have to worry about indictments. No, it's only they, Donald Trump. They are, they are the milk of the uh, campaign <laughs> in this election uh, year. Uh, John, it's great to have you with us. Uh, we always give our guests the, the, the final word. Uh, your concluding thoughts. Uh, concluding right now is we're, we're, we've, we've had a good 23, but people don't vote in 23 for president. You have to vote in 24. So we're right now... What we need, if we want to take back our country, we need to make sure Donald Trump wins the nomination where he does really well in Iowa, that he does really well in New Hampshire and does well in the following states so that we can secure the nomination. That's only the first step. Then we are in for a cataclysmic, historic battle against the D.C. establishment and Joe Biden. And so we, we need all Americans to stay tuned and make sure that they're up to date on the issues and make sure that, you know, if they want Donald Trump to win, they got to be out there fighting for us and we got to be out there fighting for them. So so 24 is going to be a historic year. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure we're going to be speaking again. You got a deal. Uh, and as far as historic, I'll just say make it so. We appreciate it. John McLaughlin, thanks so much for being with us here on The Great America Show. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, John McLaughlin. Thanks, everybody, for being with us here today. Our guest here tomorrow on The Great America Show Congressman Matt Rosendale. Please join us for that here tomorrow and each and every day. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.